swinging free kick and a chance here for Kelly. He scored! David Kelly! Tranmere level against all the odds! Thomas fighting Morrison. Runners made a run ahead of him. Dick Ryan is onside. Great chance here for Dick Runners. Straight by Belgate. What an opportunity for Malkin! He's done it! What's happening? The hero has been retired by popular demand. By unpopular demand. Oh, unpopular demand. But either way, we're it back. Wasn't very popular. This is Tram, yeah, March edition. We're back live in the studio apartments. Oh yeah, this is this is the life, isn't it? Yeah, we've we've had a brew. Yeah, we're we've in had the a nice little JD. Yeah, only Raided one. The fridge. Yeah, whoever were the last sponsors in the media suite? Were they Morgan Sinclair? Is that? Morgan Sindel. Morgan Sindel. Morgan Sindel, thanks. It's on their tab there, so thanks very much for this hot toddy. Ah, it's not, it's a cup of tea, we're professional, but we're back with the more tradition of This Is Tramia. My yeah. name's Matty Bits, Tramia fan for my sins, DJ over in Liverpool, blah, 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 joined by the illustrious podcast panel of JK and Paul Harper. Introduce yourselves. Um, JKO, the unofficial voice of Tramia Rovers Football Club. Excellent. Paul Harper, communications officer now oh. of Tramway Rovers. No longer although assistant I, to the regional manager. My badge and still I says. I can see that. Assistant to the regional manager. Assistant to the regional manager. Mm. So excellent quality badge. <laughs> what was that <laughs> yeah. printed? That one. Yeah. Etch a sketch. Well, yeah. That's oh. that's as high quality as a photograph you can take of me. It doesn't even look like it's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was your passport you photo. It. Look uh, like Mo Farah. It, it's black and Getting white. Getting harassed in an airport. I, um, yeah, you can't actually see my face. Can't even see your name. <laughs> um, yeah, that's Tramia. That's what Mickey's budget boost needs to go towards this year. Uh, colour. F- a printer. A, co- a colour printer and photocopier. Yeah. Indeed. Shall we get right into it? Shall we go into what is now... Oh, do social medias first. That's what we're going to do. Yeah. JK, not JK, it's Twitter. I hate this. It's the same every week. J- at JKOHH. Easy enough. Apple Harper 82 for all the abuse. At Trammy Rovers for fun stuff. At Matt Hibbert for all the even funner stuff than you want to send Trammy and Paul Harper and Jake. Shall we go into the new se- the section that we are now officially calling? We're going yeah. into the mixer. We need it. I feel we need a jingle for this. Jake? Jake's In the mixer! Jake's jingle. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was Paul's. Um, that was Paul's jingle. It's not I really was, a jingle, it's I just me shouting. No, imagine you're on the sideline for Beardhouse FC on a Sunday morning and someone's thinking about taking a short free kick out by the corner flag. What do you shout to him? It's not appropriate. What do you shout to him if there's children nearby? (laughs) Please don't do that. Excuse me, fellas, put the ball in the mixer. This, within the mixer. Um, so let's talk about the last few weeks. So we last spoke just before the Bromley home game, wasn't it? Yeah, middle of it Feb. Was Valentine's Day, I think. Oh, what a day we had, the three oh, of us. We did. Lovely date night. Yeah. Why was I the only one who didn't wear any trousers? I don't want to bring that up. Remember when we used to do this without trousers on? Why was, yeah. the only, why was I the only one who wasn't invited? Some things you don't <laughs> want to be involved in, Jake. 
I know nothing, awkward. nothing of this. Awkward. Not as awkward as the night was when no, anyway. Indeed. So Bromley at home. One nil win. Yes. Goal of the season from Connor Jennings, probably. All joking aside, ball of the season from Adam Buxton, maybe. Yeah, yeah. In behind. Defending by Ben Chorley. Tramier defender, Ben Chorley. I'm not suggesting anything, Paul, but Maybe he's still on the book. No, no. Really well, you did suggest. Put that down as a Benjoli assist. Before we started, you did suggest that all ex-Tramia players shouldn't be able to play for anyone else. Yeah, Jake's theory is we'd have a great side if we never released anyone or sold anyone ever. really broke my theory there because my theory was (laughs) that everyone, no matter how good or bad they are, when they leave us... Goes better. Does something... Not even goes better as a player. He does something or goes to a team... Which works against us, and they will finish above us, or they will stop us doing this, that, or the other. And Ben Chorley in that Bromley game broke that theory because <laughs> he left us and still helped us. Mm. I, 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 in his defence, the goalkeeper was absolutely shocking. Yeah, yeah. but then we'll get to goalkeeper headers in a minute. No, no, no. The, this goalkeeper, this the only goalkeeper we're going to talk about, um, wasn't yeah, wasn't very good. I think I mentioned in commentary. <laughs> we'll get to that. Um, that um, yeah, every time he kicked the ball, he did not find a Bromley player. I think he f- he passed it to another Bromley player twice in the whole ninety minutes. I don't want my keeper. This whole thing about in, in modern football, of I want my keeper to be an outfield player. I don't. I want my keeper to be able to kick it as far up the pitch as possible. You don't just want him to kick it straight out of play, though. Listen, Paul. Right. Let me tell you what I want in a footballer. I want my goalkeepers to save it and kick it as far as he can. I want my centre-halves to put their head in where I wouldn't put my foot. I want one centre-mid to be a psychopath who'd do the same and would probably mug his own man to get the ball off at Jay Addis. Yeah. And then I want the other one to be a silky, smooth footballer who wouldn't, you know, who wouldn't help the nan up if it meant, you know, the other footballers would be there, like Ollie Norburn, wonderful footballer. And I want my strikers to score goals. That's all I want. Well, and I want me wingers. And I want me wingers to be able to win the hundred meter sprint in the Olympics without doping. Topical. Do you know what, right? I, the, you the agree? Part, did not dope. The first part about the Mo Farah did. Goalkeepers allegedly. I used to agree. I used to agree, Ru. This year, year more when I've watched Edison and Jordan Pickford, especially. <laughs> you, you see them ping a ball, and this is probably the first year where, like, you've seen them, like how they'll ping a ball, and you think. Wow, <laughs> maybe goalkeepers are there for more than just catching. But them. like they should, like at that level, a goalkeeper should still be all right footballer, shouldn't they? Like Edison's all probably one of the best footballers in the Premier League. All, yeah, all joking aside, from what I've just said there, like it's, it's, when they go, what a pass! Well, yeah, they should be able to play a pass. He's getting paid two hundred grand a week. <laughs> like he should be able to, and it's not even that. Like he played one, didn't he, on Sunday out from his goal to like the wing, I think to Sane. And Sonny, obviously Chelsea were playing walking football, so there was no one near him. It was a great ball, but well, you should expect someone of that level to be able to play a pass yeah. like that. Adam yeah, Buxton, Adam that. Buxton, does he? If he doesn't play that pass, then, then yeah. I remember Scotty Davis in our first year down here, played one against Chester at home, threw to Norris and put him clean through, and we, he missed. But like, <laughs> <laughs> he should have squared it to Mango. Um, but anyway. Well, we call him Mango, you know? Mango. Yeah, yeah. I don't like that. Well. Uh, he's got no choice. I'm calling him Apple and Mango. Okay. So Bromley, I thought it was a te- it was a tense game, wasn't it, Bromley? Yeah. They hmm. weren't a, they weren't a bad side. You could see why they were scrappy, wasn't it? it was like the pitch wasn't no, the pitch wasn't good. The, it was slow, a slow yeah. pitch. 
And it just needed that one moment of magic from yeah, I think to... We had a few other chances, I think, didn't we? Obviously. Yeah, of course. We had the chances to to kill the game. But they I don't think they Clean had any... cheat, three points, you can move on. Yeah. Like, like you'd take days. that every single game, wouldn't yeah. you? We were very... The circumstances at the end of that game, you can look back at it and go, that was very untrammed. Like, it was a close, scrappy battle game. And in them games... You, a little bit of luck either way always decides it doesn't yeah. in, in that kind of game and that little bit of luck don't be wrong great I think we deserve to great, win the game yeah great ball but that little bit of luck with the because next week whenever the Ben Jolie and the keeper wouldn't make that mistake no. so that little bit of luck sort of probably would maybe who knows but maybe not well we do I think if you, when you talk about like the things coming round about what happened at Leighton Orient for the goal we conceded was not the same, but it was a similar one where you just look at it and go, yeah. "Oh the no!" Ball, the ball's bouncing here. There, it's hit your keeper on the back, and like that's protecting. He doesn't know where it is. It's rolled over the line, and there's not like you as a fan. You go head in your hands, don't you, straight away? But it's evened itself out very, very quickly for us. Like in the next game, in fact, I'm pretty sure. So they they look like. I, I can see them making the playoffs still because they, they had something about them. They were. I don't mind these teams that come here. Like, was it Maidstone a few weeks ago? Or Maid, no, Maidenhead. We beat three two, didn't we? Yeah. They were a big physical side, but they knew what they were, and it was effective. They played to their strengths, which was get the ball in the mixer, copyright trademark, and they knew what they were doing. And I don't mind teams like that. Who were, like they weren't trying to kill the game. They were just open, and what they were doing, they were like, we've got big lads up front. We want to hit them and work off the knockdowns. And there's not there's nothing wrong with that. It's a good old fashioned non league side. Got a lot of respect for them, Paul. Much more respect for them than some other teams in this division. Arsenal, for one. <laughs> we'll get to them later. Yeah. So. So yeah. it was a good, a good, a good three points, wasn't it? Clean sheet. What more can you want? And then. Right. We. Right. For sixty minutes, this is this is a good performance. Right. Obviously, it was just before. <laughs> right. Support supporters obviously see the result. They see like the. Well, I mean, the last thirty minutes wasn't wasn't great, but for sixty minutes we absolutely dominated. Do you know what it was like, Paul? Let me use an analogy that we can all. It's just just coming to me head now. You're playing Jenga, right? Okay. You're playing Jenga now. And the game. I, we're playing that well, right? Are we playing giant Jenga in the pub or no, no, at home. Jenga? At home, and we've got a bootleg copy of Snatch playing on the video, like I did when I first watched Snatch, and we're playing that well, and. We, like, we're playing someone who don't think they understand the full rules, and we're smashing it. And then... That's... that's well, we're, not sma- we're not smashing it. We're smashing it, in, in, you know, <laughs> metaphorically. So, and then for some unknown reason, we, ourselves, decide to, instead of taking the middle one out the bottom, we take one of the side ones out the bottom, thus destabilising the whole game. Yeah, risky. And then next thing you know, the opposition... Bing, bing, bing. I tried to take one more out. I then stupidly I tried to take out no, you the gotta, other you, side. One at a time. You can't just go bing, bing, bing. No, but they, <laughs> they've just you're cheating. <laughs> the opposition. Okay, <laughs> this analogy is either not way. James Norwood has knocked over the Jenga tower <laughs> somehow <laughs> with a shot. Yeah, I mean, f- first off, was good. I had some mates come over. Um, what Liverpool season to get older. And like they were quite impressed with how we played first half because I said they were like you're trying to play football here. You've dom- we dominated the game, we pressed them high, we missed. Like I mean, 
do we miss? Th- I think it was three clear cut chances. You'd say. Then we had so many, as we talked about on here, it's the opportunity to create an opportunity that we get into where we're on the edge of the box with an overload, with a 2v1, and we play either the wrong ball. We, you know, we either play it so it goes out for a goal kick. We just play, we make the wrong decision in that final choice of you are in, you've got the chance, play the right pass, and it's a one-on-one, and we make the mistake. Yeah, we're in the mixer, for want of a better phrase. Put it in the mixer, yeah. You can't, for me, it's, it's that age-old thing, isn't it, if, in football, you're gonna win a storm, and you've got to weather this. You're gonna be under the cosh at some point. You're not gonna dominate for ninety minutes in and any game. We dominated for sixty, and then they dominated for ten. But in that ten, well, for <laughs> half an hour, but in that specific ten, yeah, where they dominated, they scored three goals. Yeah, we we just uh, we could, didn't cope, and you've got to. What, you're gonna come under the cosh at some point, and when you come under the cosh, you've got to cope. And they just it was like uh, we, we sorry just didn't. No, it was like. It was a flashback to Wembley for me in that that five minute spell before, before our time. time, and it just it it kills it. And do you know what? It's becoming a recurring thing where we we just we have this mad spell, and we just lose our heads, and the game is gone in that spell, like you say. Yeah. Right, Wrexham, we went one nil up, and then we had that a mad ten minutes where. They just, you know, we, we conceded two goals and fell apart. And then for the rest of that game, we dominate the game. But we scored two goals in 80 minutes. I don't don't f- it, well, I don't think you compare it to the Wrexham one. Paul, I'll the compare what, it. The, like, the, what, the, the first goal Wrexham scored was, yeah, was poor defending. Yeah. Didn't close him down. Second one is no way a penalty. Paul, but you de- look, you deal with the decisions. Is a corner that we headed away. You deal with the It shouldn't have been a corner. Yeah, well, it was a cheap corner, if I recall. <laughs> cheap corners, Paul. Right, okay. I see myself very much as a Gary Neville here. <laughs> I'm very much going to, obviously... Same in those sides, I'm obviously going to defend the players and that. Of course. Because uh, you're a corporate stooge. Paul, in the back pockets. No, yeah, I don't, I don't want to <laughs> come across... I don't want to come across as if I'm, I'm having a go at players. I'm not having a go at players, but it's... That ability to cope. It is. Which... Maybe it's about why they're playing at this level. Some of them are that it's... They're good players, but it just like the, everyone could see it in the crowd, couldn't it? It was just it's, it was it was ten minutes. I think they scored three times, didn't they? Yeah. Again, you could argue the penalty is one way you go. We don't get that, do we? I thought at the time it was a stone wall, to be honest. Yeah, but I mean, I, it was a penalty. Yeah, it's one of them where you, if it's for your team, you want it. If it's against, you go. I still think it was personally. You sh- you shouldn't be putting your arm up at all in that situation, should you? Do you know what I mean? Like I don't, I don't blame Rides for it. Like some people were, but I just think it, when the game was like Jake said, when the game's going like that, don't give anyone an opportunity. It was like you could feel their momentum building, couldn't you? That second goal for them, kill, we all just went oh, after we just equalised, and you were, and then what? Norbert had that shot just before, uh, just that before. Was a goal, saving. Uh, the game turned on those two things in that like five I minutes. Thought, I thought he was rubbish, Jalal. I actually did really well that night. That was an unbelievable save. Like, he's gone down. The ball's took a deflection. <laughs> it's up there. If he wants a new agent, by the way, I'm... I'm Paul Harper. You won't have a go at our players, but you're more than willing to slag off opposition players. I was praising him. I thought he was rubbish. He's not. Yeah, it was a great... <laughs> it was a great save. Like, I, I, I said, that's world class. And my Liverpool season ticket um, mate was like... Who is he? We need a keeper at Liverpool. He's not terrible. <laughs> anyway. But the game just... And then, it, at once they went 4-1 up. That last, like, 25 minutes, it felt like the second half at Wembley, didn't it? 
Just mm. hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> but to be fair, like you go two one down, it was unfortunate. The like the the, the bobble that obviously beat Scotty. Um. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it's a good strike. You've got to, it was a good strike. Yeah. That's a good player. The um, what's his name? Duell. Yeah, was he released from Chester? Yeah. Well, mm. no, he signed from Chester. Oh, so yeah. Out of, out of contract. Anyway, um, he's a good player. Um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, I mean, he hits, he hits a good shot, and then you see one down. You From there, you've got to go and try and chase the game, and I think, whereas maybe we should have just shut up shot for five, ten minutes, got our shape back and still stuff. Still half an hour to go, yeah. Because there was still plenty of time, but instead we were trying to play passes that maybe weren't on. I know the third goal comes from... Um, the third goal was a penalty, wasn't it? Yeah. The, the fourth goal comes from someone trying to make a like a genius pass in the midfield. Norburn tries to slide one through. There was an odd. Yeah. And then they break, to, and then like five seconds later, they, they scored again. Is it the identical shot, is it? Is it two of them? And do you know what? I don't... They're the sort of goal we don't score, though. I can't remember the last time like one of like that like midfield the breaking with the ball and having a dig from the edge of the box. Mm. Yeah, Ollie Norbin scored a couple, hasn't he? Yeah, I think for like as good a striker of the ball he is, Ollie. I think he should have scored more this season. I hope there's still a few in his locker. Yeah, sure there is. Because like he for me has probably been my player of the season, Norbin. Him and Bucko, I'd probably say I'm and Macca. And Sutton. Do you know what I mean? So them four. In fact that <laughs> all else? the lads. <laughs> Matt's team of the season that quickly turned. Cookie. Yeah. Cookie's done well. No, yeah, no, Norse. Norse. Norse can't, can't not Norse, can you? Just Tramia, really, isn't it? Tramia. Jay has done nothing wrong and put a foot wrong. Jeff Hughes, oh, getting back in the team. <laughs> ben Tollett, what a player. Yeah. Connor. Oh, Connor Jennings, what a good, oh, what a good guy. That's the one who should have been thrown in there earlier. Who, Connor Jennings? Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Anyway, right. So. So then we move on to a long trip to Maidstone it was a long trip rest assured um, not a great performance on the 4G I know the lads well a lot of the lads don't like playing on it um, but to come away with a victory eventually was massive considering the disappointment that we were all feeling after the Tuesday yeah I and said to go down there to be losing 2-1 Playing in such a bad game. circumstances. Yeah, it weren't like they played well either, was it? It was a no, t- it terrible, turgid game of football. Yeah, it wasn't a great game, but you, it's, it's those kind of games where you can show your character. And like, I think the lads definitely kept battling till the end. Well, it was... Got ju- the just rewards. What it looked like from the highlights, from, I listened to the commentary. They've been <laughs> shouting. Yeah, well, but we're 2-1 down late on. And we've got Jack Dunn on one wing, Ben Tollett on the other. For the equaliser, Jack Dunn goes past his full-back, whips the ball in. That's because I told him to. You just went, whip it in, Dunny. He whips it in, it goes in. For the third, Ben Tollett goes past his full-back, whips it in. Half-cleared, Connor Jennings, touch of class, doesn't hit it. Knows he's their defender yeah. coming in. Like a He took a pause before he actually went towards the ball. He saw the defender coming in, diving in. Then he waits, takes the ball past him. And then gets taken out. I mean, it was a, like, that is... Good job he didn't get his leg broken, by the way. If he had planted his leg, his leg is broken. To, he was willing to take <laughs> that <laughs> And then the thing about that was their defender gets up. And I want to, I almost want to stop and go, stop the game. I want to come on the pitch. What are you arguing about? 
You've just nearly decapitated him. What in God's name? That's why. How, how rarely does a player when they've done not just a penalty but a foul just get up and go? Yell me hands up there. Penalty especially, and you just think, right, you're booked for that, and I'm booking you again for having the goal to even say that it's not <laughs> a foul. It's a disgrace. What were oh, he? It should have been a red card. It, should, it, it was two that, foot, two off, the foot off the ground. No control. But then there's this weird thing, isn't it? Now where it's nowhere near the ball. It's in the box, so a penalty is double jeopardy. Yeah, it's like, what are we? No, buddy? no, but it's it's, it's not the people versus OJ Simpson. Even if it's a dangerous foul, it's a red card. It should no be. No matter where it is on the. We're pitch. not yanks, are we? Double jeopardy. Uh, no. Get no, out of town. No, we are not. So, uh, yeah. but I, I said at the time, straight after that. That could be the biggest result of the season. Do you know what? That's in the, the defenders' defence. Like they've conceded two goals in two minutes. They've done, and that's he knows that right. We've lost the game here, yeah. And it's all down to my stupidity. That's probably why he's sort of got up and reacted like that. But it's that little bit of luck that we probably haven't been getting. But then, Paul, in other games, seven minutes of injury time. <laughs> yeah, it was bizarre. It was horrible listening to the commentary. I don't like listening to the commentary, not against you, obviously, unlike everyone else. But we never we'll, ever. We'll I, don't think, I don't think we ever win when I listen to commentary on on the radio. Going back my entire life, I think we've only <laughs> ever won this year at Solly Hall when I listen on the radio. So I was reluctant, but I was like, Do you know what? I was watching Soccer Saturday. I think it was FA Cup weekend as well, so there weren't that many games. And I was like, Do you know what? Yeah. Let's put my iPad on and then immediately hear them score and go, uh, I don't know if it's. Uh, I don't know if we're a lot better to see than we are to hear, but no. And this isn't again. It's whatever. Bit I like those three. About, whatever I listen to us <laughs> about. Whenever I'm listening to the game, like I'll come and watch and think, yeah, we're playing good football here, like that. Whenever I'm listening to the game, we sound like we're not playing well and people are dominating us. And I, 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 try, I try not to listen to the game. Yeah, because I'll listen for twenty minutes. I think Jesus, we're not playing well there. We haven't touched the ball. And then you think it's my <laughs> fault because <I>, yeah, <laughs> they I, I, know I'm listening. Every time I listen this season, it's like, oh, we're getting dominant. Turn it off. Turn it off. I, I watched. No, I watched. I listened to up until sixty minutes in the Maidstone game, and then turned it off. And then look what happened. Hey. Jake, <laughs> it's me. <laughs> I'm the problem. I'm glad you said that, Jake, because I've been wanting to bring it up. Your, it's your fault. I am the problem. <laughs> you are the problem in a lot of your things. Entire lifetime, we've won nothing. Yeah. <laughs> when, exactly. What year were you born? Ninety six. Well, just after the just after the last play, the literally playoffs. the last season we ever got in the playoffs. <laughs> now, Jake, that was ninety five. Yeah, ninety four, ninety five, ninety five. So you were born in what time? Ninety six. Downhill from September. So oh my! Literally, born, I was born the start of the ninety six, ninety seven season when we signed Gary Bennett. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, need I say more? Spiral from there. No offence to Gary Bennett, but we might well get on the podcast, maybe. Oh, oh. is it just all offence to me? Yeah, <laughs> no offence to Gary Bennett. You take the offence that he had. <laughs> This isn't your fault, Gary. It's Jake's. Yeah, he'll know that. I bet you. Do you know, I, was, I bet you he's a painter and decorator now, isn't he? Or a pub landlord. He was destined to be one. He's on my Twitter, so I'll, is he? I'll oh, have a little check now. Yeah. See what he's doing. I, th- I th- it was a big result, Maidstone, and I think all the lads even, I think they appreciated that they didn't play well that day. I think Bucko, yeah, they- Bucko <laughs> put a tweet out, didn't he? Going or oh, one to eleven, not good enough. But fight. And do you know what? Fair play to him for stepping up to take that penalty. Yeah. Because that shows, like, I, I've said for a while, 
that Bucko's one Cahunas. of my favourite players. And it, it even goes back to at Wembley last year when at the end of the game, he's one of the few players who came right up to the away fans, applauded them and looked us in the eye. Like he came over and like, you know, you could see. And my mum even went, to, she, and you know, this is me ma speaking, she was like, he's one of the only ones there. He's looked us all in the eye and come over and applauded. She said they should all be doing that. But like, it shows who the met. You know what I mean? When I say the ma, I hate using stuff like that. It's like when I had that running with the Salford managers on Twitter when I was going on about, I hate their management style. But I was like, it's about being a man. And I'll tell you about it later, Jake. And standing up. And it's not about being like, I am a man. It's just about going, I'll do it. I'm because pr- like, if he misses that, he gets pelters off people, doesn't he? Funny, Paul, the other night I couldn't sleep. I end up on YouTube on my telly watching t- Italian 90. Oh. Um, the, B- the full BBC review, Italian 90. Oh. And then there's an ITV documentary, Gaza's Tears and like the change football. Oh. And um, it just made me think, like watching the penalty. Happy times. Ah, <laughs> that was the first, I was five. Bed. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you need to go, you need to go to sleep in Mate, a good you mood. You wake up feeling very good the next day. But, you can't, anyone who misses a penalty, I, I really don't think you can have a go at them, especially a, pre- a pressure penalty that is, you know, in a penalty shootout or one like that, because they've had the balls to go, I'll take it. I'm prepared to go. If yeah, I yeah. miss this, I'm taking the flack, yeah. especially in a penalty shootout, yeah. like for your country. Yeah. Chris Waddle. Penalties. It's a, a terrible sh- penalty. That. During <laughs> the game, the tremendous pressure as a shootout, it's a work, like... That was basically a shootout. That was that. That's what I mean. Yeah, that, that's the same yeah. as a shootout. That, isn't it? A that last minute, you score this, we win. You yeah, miss. That, that was a sudden death penalty. Yeah, and it's not like taking one. It's not like taking one after twenty minutes at nil nil or one yeah, nil. Is make it? up for it then. Can't yeah, it's that one way. It's like it, all people are going to remember, even though it's been ninety minutes of a game or hundred and twenty minutes. If you miss this penalty, it's your fault that you've lost, and you've got to take that. It's either do I have the glory? Yeah. Well, I'm either going to have the entire country. Yeah, that, that's that's the risk, isn't it? Single. But you can't have a go. Any anyone who steps up and goes, "I'll take one," has got you've got to respect that. Even if you go, "What are you doing taking a penalty, David Batty?" <laughs> yeah, Paul Ince. <clears throat> anyway, um, that was only our second penalty of the season. Ridiculous. Was it? Yeah. Jesus, we missed. Of one, we'd of, already missed fourteen by this yeah. time last year. <laughs> oh, I think I've got the stats, haven't I, from that last last year? Remember a fella from Opta. The non-league stat man DM'd me last year after I tweeted. He went, I'm just checking something, mate, for, for our records. Is that tweet you've done true? <laughs> <laughs> and I, I was wrong. I'd missed one out, I think. Let me go and find it. I think we, we took yeah. like nine, missed like think five. The, um, the amount of times we get into the penalty area, like two penalties, that's ridiculous, isn't it? It is. Think of that. Where's your one? Filed. filed I'd already left. Yeah. And then we conceded again straight after, didn't we? I don't know. Or it was, was it 5-1? It was the... We right before it. Jesus Christ. That was a high-pressure last-minute penalty we're talking about. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Just on the side, Gary Bennett's Twitter bio says, former professional football player. That's yeah, it. That's, that's it. Good job. Um, Diamond is Wrexham shirt, isn't it? Rexham. Yeah. Not wrong with that. Not like that. I'm sure he listens yeah. to this as well. So. Well, I hope so. We'll get him on, shall we? Hi, Gary. Can we, get Gar- can we get Gary Mabbott on? I'd like to get him on. Gary Mabbott? What yeah. for? Um, we can talk about when he was on the Queen's Nose. Do you remember the Queen's Nose before your time, Jake? Queen's Nose? It was where she had a 50p and she rubbed it and she had a oh. And she wished because of like, her mate's best like, favourite footballer was Gary Mabbott. <laughs> That's she a weird w- choice. She was in goal in, on crutches and they were losing like 4-0. And at half-time, Gary Mabbott turned up. <laughs> and they won 5-4. Oh, I don't oh. know, I'm not getting 
<laughs> oh, no, Jake, please do. I've got so many questions, but it takes so long to... Jake, get... I... found this email or what? I'm going to... If I type in Braintree, because we missed one there, didn't we? There we go. Oh, wait, they're well in. What the hell's that? Oh, that's... Is that the feats we had at home? No, oh, I don't want to read that. <laughs> what yeah, the hell is that? That'll be the feats we had at home. That yeah. is the feats we had at that's home. That's the feats we had at home in the first year down here, yeah. Got beat 2-1 by Well and 3-1 by Woken. There we go. Here's our list of penalties from go. last season. We ba- can edit all the crap out now. Yeah. Barrow at home, Norwood scored. Eastley at home, Norwood missed. Woken at home, Norwood missed. Braintree away, Cook missed. Torquay at home, Cook missed. Lincoln away, Hughes scored. South Park at home, what a night that was. Uh, Hughes scored. Barrow at home, Stockton scored. Macclesfield away, Hughes scored just. So we're on a good run there. It's four scored. North Featherby away. Hughes missed, but Jay Addis scored the rebound. It's a bad thing you say we're on a good run because we've scored four penalties. <laughs> <laughs> Braintree at home. Hughes misses. Dover at home. Norwood misses. Solihull at home. Stockton misses. So we followed up those four ones we scored with four misses there. <laughs> That's... Even the record, so we missed one, two, three, four. Five. We missed eight penalties. And this year we've only had two. Yeah. So... Missed eight penalties, scored five. We're not going to miss that many penalties ever again. Adam Buxton on them, I'm confident in him. We need to get four times the amount of penalties we've had this year and miss them all in our last, what, nine, nine, ten games? So I think we need to have two penalties every game now. We can do that. Done. Toll it. It's over to you fellas. (laughs) Get in, get the ball in that mixer. Get in that mixer with the ball at your feet and roll. Too many people. short corners, and that's why we're not winning penalties. Exactly, what are you doing taking a short corner? Get the ball in the then mixer. You get fouled outside the area. Right, final topic of in the mixer. Okay. The two signers we made. Are we still in the mixer? Yeah, we're still in the mixer. Okay. Manny Monte and Drissa Traore. Is he related to the man from Del Monte? Or is it spelt? Spelt it's Monte, isn't it? Yeah. Oh. It's pronounced Monte. Is it? So it's like Del Monte? A little bit. God, he had a fruit empire, didn't he? he Tinned did. fruit mainly, but... Yeah. Oh. Any, um, What's the other one? Umbongo. Oh, no, don't speak... I've had a run-in with them a few times. Uh, the Umbongo okay, lads. Sorry, sorry. Umbongo, Umbongo, they, dr- they don't drink it in the Congo. They really... <laughs> I flew myself out to the Democratic we, Republic we of Congo. We could speak to Calvin Zola about this. Well, funny to say that, he used to live opposite me, genuinely. <laughs> when he was going through that visa problem, he did. He Calvin lived in, like, Zola apartments. or the Bongo Bongo <laughs> man? Calvin Zola. Anyway, yeah. So, what what do you make of him? Well, I can't really remember much about Monte. Um, Big, bit easy. It's hard to forget. You said on that boxing video they put up. No one's got. He stood there. No one's going near him. Like, there's probably fifteen of them in the ring. There's five on this rope. Sixteen. Five on this rope. Mitch Duggan getting stuck in from whatever. Five on this rope, and Manny on his own rope. (laughs) No one comes, and you've got to stay against the ropes because his arms are that long. If you step into the middle of the ring, he can bop you from his rope. It's like Dalcine. So they're all just in the far corners. Just you remember Dalcine on Street Fighter Two again before your time? He had a move where like he could st- stretch his arms to like five times the size and punch him in the head. Um, he does look like a heavyweight boxer, doesn't he? I spoke to him. Like if Anthony Joshua doesn't want to fight Wilder, then let's I have spoke a fight. To Mitchell <laughs> after this video, because I was laughing to Mitchell about something I said. You should have just went after him, you know, he's making names. Like, you, know, you always say, don't you? your mum always tells you when you're a kid, if anyone picks it, you hit the big one first. Make a name away. for yourself. <laughs> so I just ran and I smacked Manny and I just dived through the ropes and straight out the venture. Well, what was Mitch Duggan's response to this? No chance. <laughs> <laughs> Where's he from? Is he, a, is he a London lad? 
Mitch Duggan. No, no, month. <laughs> um, yeah, he's well. He's from Cameroon originally. Yeah, but he grew up here, I presume. Yeah, he's very. He sounds like not an Ian Goodison. He sounds like James James Norwood. Oh, wow! Like, like Eastbourne. I thought well, he I was going. I don't know exactly where, but I he's, thought he he's, was going to have got a, that southern oh, accent. I was open when you said Cameroon. Similar. He was going to have like you know. Even the Cameroon's nowhere near Jimmy. Where's Justice Traore from? He's from Ivory Coast. But very, very kind of... Ivory Coasty. Yeah. Oh, excellent. (laughs) (laughs) Me and you are on very similar wavelengths. (laughs) That is also one of the things I ask Mitchell about Justice Traore. How he speaks. So when you speak to him, is he like, does he talk in a very English accent or is he like, no, quite a French accent? Yeah, well... Very very sort of continental. He grew up in France, so didn't he? Think so. Yeah, he's one of them. He played for Le Havre. Oh, Le Havre. Le Havre. Come on, Paul. Do you not watch Euro goals? They've <laughs> made some of the best players in the world, haven't they, Le Havre? I'm a modern language yeah. student as well. Norez, Tristan Traore. Kante was there. Kante was there. Tristan Traore again. He's all jokes aside now. I think they're both very good signings. They're both young, aren't they? They're both like mid-20s. Yeah. Traore is 25. Monte is 23. 23. Yeah. Both got promotions behind him. Sort of, players. The sort of players we should be signing. Yeah. Like young players who have got the best years ahead of them, but who are, you know, not too young. And like you say, yeah. they're, they're both, I mean, they beat us at Wembley. Like, so, I remember Traore ran the game that day. He ran yeah. Wembley, which was horrible. It was horrible, wasn't it? Was good. Yeah. When well. I think about them, I've, I've had a lot of people say to me, and I can remember the game. But I think I was less shocked about the Wembley game because I seen the two all away game where he ran the game. Oh yeah, you remember you said at the time the two all away game. He was absolutely f- so because like I've got loads of Everton Liverpool friend, friends who come to Wembley, and they were all like, when we signed, they were like, oh my god, he's the one who was amazing at Wembley. But I don't remember him for that. I remember him for being amazing for the away leg. I mean, from the away the away league fixture. Yeah. yeah, but then I think well. I would probably, I probably don't remember him as much from Wembley because I was expecting him to be so good. Yeah. Because in that, the, in the away tie, he was unbelievable. Absolutely runs the show. But he's very, he, he's very defensive minded. But <coughs> so he's one of them players who's so defensive minded, but so brilliantly effective in his job that you, you don't ask him to go forward. I think stay, you described him. You described him when after last year the, the away to all as can't he? I, I was, I was. Go- when you said no jokes, I, I, I stopped there. But I was going to say, it amazing. I called him the non-league like Kante, and he come from the same club as Kante. So make of that as what you will. If they got- of, if you ever need a Kante, when Chelsea when Kante retires and they need a new centre mid, Lahav just they've got a, a, them rolling off by the. Or of Leicester it. just go. Well, have to, got any players we can have? <laughs> got any players we can sign for eight hundred grand? We'll have you. Leandro Mortis. That's who they'll take from Leicester next. Do you remember him? He's on trial. He's the one. The one winner. Trial uh, uh, Played Box against Oxford, then went to Oldham, then went to Man United and Leicester, all in the space of about The most unbelievable hours. career trajectory of anyone all ever. In the space of about six hours. I think he played against Vauxhalls on a Saturday. Played for Oldham on a Sunday, Man United on a Monday and Leicester on a Tuesday. Unbelievable scenes. That was only with league champions though, wasn't it? Yeah. Started at the bottom. The best part of all this, I don't think he that game. I think he, don't be wrong. I think he was unbelievable, but I'm sure he didn't score against Vauxhalls. So well enough. done to Vauxhalls. No, he didn't. So well done to Vauxhalls for keeping him up. Like, has he played a single game for anyone? 
No. Then what's the point of him? <laughs> Leicester development. He's, he's that amazing hot prospect. Leicester development squad. You don't want... Why, why are people playing for teams like that? Get out on loan and play for a team in actual games. I agree. Come here and play here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she only good. If we got Saturday, Dagnum and Redbridge away. Yes. We'll come to that later. Yeah. Oh, so are we now leaving the mixer? We're getting out of the mixer. Thank God, that's the longest goal line scramble I've <laughs> ever been involved in. Yeah. No goal. Yeah. Hamburg. Yeah. Oh, no, I want to go to VAR because 15 minutes ago I convinced Matt Hamburg. No penalty. <laughs> the ball's only just left the field to play, so we can only just go to VAR. I mean, we've been, when we discussed VAR the other week, we've been completely right about it. Everything yeah. that we said would happen has happened. It's yeah. been a shambles. Everyone hates it. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely everyone yeah. hates it. Luckily, they're introducing it for the World Cup. So, there we go. Anyway. Great, a new way for England to get screwed out <laughs> of a World Cup. Yeah. Eight years too late. We'd have never been beat by Germany if they had it back then. Think how the world football would have been different then. If Lampard's goal goes in, it's too old. We went out got goal line to Tottenham, you know. So yeah, that so would have been too old. Yeah, yeah, so, so ignore VAR. Imagine we just had goal line. Yes, yeah. no, so, keep your goal line technology. This, the VAR. So, and we'd have won the World Cup. Yeah. Because effectively, it's just another referee watching a video. Yeah. He's going to get it as wrong as the referee on the pitch. Well, like, what, what was the one... The like, off- he's no better He's no better a referee because he's in a studio or whatever he is in his van watching a video. What was the offside of the week? It was the Huddersfield uh, Man U, was it? Yeah, where the line was... Dying. And they were like, he's offside, and everyone was like, well, that line's not straight, mate. You've literally got the edge <laughs> of the box right in front of you as a guide, and your line's <laughs> like that. Line like this, it's like, unless you're drawing a triangle, <laughs> that ain't going to work. <laughs> And they were like, oh, we're just putting these images out so you can, you know, you know what we're looking at. And everyone in the country's going, well, you're completely wrong. <laughs> yeah. And it turns out he wasn't offside anyway. He so. was. He, he was level and, yeah. like, you can't. He's big so. <sighs> he's onside. Yeah, he's onside. Even big, if that was me defending, I go, do you know what? If me, if me big toe's offside, come on. If I'm offside by Where? something big above my body, toe or otherwise... Like Manny, I'm going to say Manny Monf is <laughs> go, trying to break through the defensive line, and he's given offside. Because anyway, I think we should change the subject quickly before we. Uh, it's just, it's just, it can't go off, on. Offsides is a very. I, there's going to be. I think there'll be an absolute scandal at the World Cup because of it in one of the big games. Yeah. And it'll be like, just think, if a country, we take things like as much as we get angry about decisions as a country in football matches. We all quite calm down quite quickly. If somewhere like a mental Ooh, country, like a, like a Euro, no, but like, do you like a Uruguay? Red card. Yeah, but all, they done, all the West Ham, all the West Ham lads did was hang, <laughs> they just hung an effigy outside Upton Park of him. That's harmless banter. Really? Yeah. That's harmless. Oh, yeah, I'm not, I'm definitely, I agree with Paul, I'm on hold the grudge. Cristiano Ronaldo, no, Wayne Rooney. We hold a grudge, but like yeah, we don't yeah. riot. Like if somewhere like Uruguay or someone like that, they're like mental countries, like all they care about is their country's football team. They get a bad decision. Ironically, imagine a handball on the line. Just talking about this, did you watch the Dutch game? The um, Eagles, whatever they were called? Go ahead, Eagles. Go ahead, Eagles. No. Where the fans came on the pitch and started attacking the players. Their own players or other players? Their own players. The opposition players. players. They attack the opposition players. Let me set the scene. You can find this on Twitter and Facebook and all the rest of it. Have a little Google. Um, So, they won 4-0 away from home, I think it was. So they went, all the players went to the, to the, like, the away fans, giving it all the, like, applause. Yeah, great result. And I think there may have been one or two who may have sarcastically said, yeah, we beat you 4-0 to the home fans. 
in which case um, a load of supporters ran on the pitch and physically started attacking him, oh. which was quite interesting. Oh, so the, the go-ahead Eagles who had just won, the home fans were then going at them. So The graph shop, it was. Mm. Whoever it was. And <laughs> 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 the players start attacking the spectators because oh. it's all just kicking off. Oh, that Stuart took one. So, <laughs> so yeah, we're just watching the video. So, we did, Paul, what's actually happened here? We've got... So, this team have gone to their fans over there. Is this to go ahead Eagles or the Graf Shop? I have no idea. I don't really follow Dutch football. Anyway. State of these people, though, doing yeah. this. Look at them. They're all casuals. Look at them. They've got... The, what's he got on? He can see. He's got his Adidas trainers on. He's got a stupid Stone Island coat on. He's got, a, like, a scarf over his face. And he's getting the absolute living hell kicked Wait, out of him. This. Oh, go on. Someone this, put... is a, this is a... Well, I was going to say a good oh. bit. <laughs> <laughs> that is one of the most funny things I've ever seen. He runs over as in to go... He's in his Stone Island and he's yeah. in an aquascooter mat. And I'll load the mother's <laughs> pile in and just <laughs> dive over the top. Look at this. <laughs> We're gonna, I'll have to tweet this out. Look, this fella's the best. Now, look, yeah, so we'll pile on. <laughs> <laughs> Just flies right over what? the top. Do you know what? If you if you're running on, like you see him running on, you think, "Wow, he's a psycho. He's gonna kill someone," and he just jumps straight out. <laughs> he does like that thing Jimmy Bullard done when there was that pile yeah, on yeah. against Everton years ago. Look, and now look, all these little stewards have absolutely smashed their heads into these fans. <laughs> you think they're hard? Fantastic, Paul. Yeah, oh. so I thought I didn't like you. Know, it was yeah, it was to go ahead, Eagle fans to trying to get at the graph shop ah, players okay, and fight the stewards. There we go. Right. So I was talking to social media, and I'm sure Matt's gonna retweet that now. Oh, there's um, an angle from the crowd there, so... Oh. Anyway. I'll print screen that. Yeah. So, um set you a little social topic last night, which was stories of snowy matches and the orange ball, which... I don't know if you watched the FA Cup game. Less a seen orange ball these days, isn't it? It's all yellow balls. It was some, like... I don't even know what design the ball was. Is that the Spurs game? The Spurs game. Where you couldn't even see the ball. <laughs> it was a tap. Uh, where, where's the orange ball gone? I remember Danny Baker so on their goals and gaffes going, where did, keep, of, uh, where did they keep the orange ball for the rest of the season? Yeah. Do they it's only have like one? little cupboard, isn't it? Is there a ball cupboard here? Yeah. Match ball cupboard? Yeah. yeah, because especially where they all get kicked over the Johnny King. <laughs> well, I mean, we mean you were going to go and get the Nike FA Cup balls out of the Johnny King, weren't we? But some, roof, yeah, someone's been and got them. Check but, the other game. Yeah, especially like when where we get a lot of balls kicked over the Johnny King. How many orange balls do you think we have? Well, always, now we don't we need use at least it. one. Uh, in the fo- then if it goes over, we probably need three or four. In the football league, because uh, we send the kids round. In the football yeah, league, wait for the kids to run round. Yeah, it always used to be, didn't it? <laughs> Fit like November to February. The first game of November, you switched to the yellow ball, didn't you? Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, I think the Prem still does it. This, yeah, this flu. You switched to the yeah, yeah. the yellow, and we had the yellow mitre. Now, what was it? Jacko make our footies. Yeah, I've got a mate called Jacko. I would not trust him to make a footy. <laughs> Well, he once exactly had he once smoked a ciggy and pooed his pants, <laughs> and that is a fact, mate. He had a birthday and pooed himself, <laughs> and he's making the footies and the clothes. Just yeah. them blue jackets. On the, we spoke about it on the first podcast. What is the deal with them blue jackets? Everyone has to wear. Yeah. Anyway, so, get the hell out of this division quick. <laughs> so, I uh, set the topic on Twitter. Didn't have a great deal of response. I'm afraid people probably couldn't get the internet because of the snow. Uh, I'm trying to remember. <sighs> There's, there was a few games that I can remember. 
New Year's Day at West Brom. Where, yeah, that's one who, that's been brought up. But Iggy and Gold. I remember a few games here where they've clear, cleared the, the pitch. Stevenage. Brentford away. Yeah. Brentford away. Yeah. What a great game. Anyway, let's uh, let's see what you tweeted us. And uh, Gary Lewis says, cold New Year's Day around 96. It was actually 97. Away at West Brom. Snow in areas of the pitch. Higgy ended up playing in goal. Yep. Uh, but we won. Yeah, he kept a clean sheet. Yeah, yeah. two one. Yeah, he coined, conceded. Danny coined. Yeah, uh, went got off. knocked clean out. Yeah, and the ref played on. Yeah, because um, you could in those days. <laughs> <laughs> different times. Different times. Different times. Great times. Um, a Brentford fan tweeted me in particular um, for a fight. No, but it was about a snowball fight. On Owen Fon Williams yeah. in 2013. I've got a lot of time for Brentford. Which actually is the uh, throwback Thursday yeah, like this week. Oh, is it? The, the Brentford game, yeah. So, um, yeah. Andy Robbo, the, Adam uh, McGurk in that game, wasn't it? Yeah, a little plug for the TRC TV. Um, so, yeah, it can only be the barrage of snowballs unleashed at your goalkeeper because he's a Brentford fan. Um, from the home end, of us. which delayed the kick-off of the second half. I remember half. These, on Soccer Saturday, he went on the body. Yeah, because I think it was one of them games. It's got to be the best reason that a game's been delayed. Yeah, so like, fans won't stop bullying the <laughs> Leave them alone. There's a load of fans throwing snowballs at the goalkeeper. Yeah. It's, it snow is great, isn't it? Because things like that, like, it's not like if you're throwing pennies on. No one can. Oh, Brent fans are disgusting because they're not trying to hurt them. They're just snow. Snow is a great thing. I remember. No one can be disgusted at Brent for fans for throwing oh. fluff. At home it's like games. throwing a snowball. A, a copper's at a hat, and he goes, Ooh. "You do that, and else you're nicked." Someone sent harmless me a fun. It is. Someone sent me a, uh, a video yesterday of fans throwing snowballs at some of the players after that game. At Brentford. Yeah, I remember it. And Ian Goodison just picks up a snowball and just sucks it back at the ground <laughs> to the fan. <laughs> and gets a massive cheer. Hey. I would love it. Imagine being out. You wouldn't wipe. You'd be halfway home on a coach. You've still got snow dripping down your face. I'm never wiping this off. Yeah, Ian Goodison threw this snowball at me. And um, we know your love for Zumana Bakayogo. Oh. Well, unconditional. Absolutely. It's obviously freezing cold because it's been snowing. And he takes his shirt off, just goes to throw it to the crowd, remembers that, well, we probably haven't got another one. And he's <laughs> well, just waves his waves his shit around his head. But he just Zoom. wants to show how hard he is and like what his physique is, and it's like Zoom freezing cold. So yeah, no, yeah, no one ever questioned his physique. He's the fastest man in the whole entire. I, oh, what a guy! Yeah, I remember the game away at Rochdale. Yeah, I was going to say New Year's Day. There was a load of snow down the side of the pitch. Yeah, Ian Moore scored the penalty. Yeah, to be come running, dived, dived into, into it. That's the only ones I can think of. Which Stevenage probably wasn't a very good. It was Stevenage at home um, in the 2012-13. Yeah, Super Sunday. What a Super Sunday! It's, it was yeah. loads of snow. My guy March. scored two. My guy scored. Zumana yeah, Bakayoko yeah. playing as the left winger. He did. He scored two. What a great game! <laughs> That was a tell. We had big. Um, I can remember the pitch being absolutely. We had to have fans. I come down and help. We come down on the um, on rain. the Saturday afternoon and help yeah, clear yeah. the pitch. We had big. Um, well, what was his name? We had on loads of joke. What was his name? Oh, Mamadi was... Sibidi. <laughs> oh. Big mama. He missed a chance oh, in that my. game, and I had a text off one of my mates, and he just went, "Who the hell is this joker you've got up front?" And I went, "He's on loan from Stoke." He played like. He'd scored in the Prem. He played like 15 games for Stoke the season before. and then I think he played up. that season in the Prem for Stoke, yeah, yeah. hadn't he? And then he comes to... 
quality signing. That is the typical. <laughs> you could bring Messi to Tramia Rovers, and he'd be terrible. Yeah, we'd play him at left back. Or you something. could bring Messi here, and he'd We've have said the worst weird. eight games of his life. We could put Messi, Suarez, and Neymar, and Ronaldo as a front four, and he wouldn't score. No, for, get for, sent for off for three months on one. <laughs> Uh, we've been talking for 48 minutes. I've still got half an hour of ad break to go. And we still haven't finished the social topic, which the second part was. Favourite Irish TRFC players? Because obviously, March, Paddy's Day, and okay, 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 a big okay, thing okay. for you. Okay, 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 okay. That's Popeye. Uh, so, favourite Irish champion player? Go. Liam O'Brien. Good choice. Giorgio oh. Callahan. I- I've got to think of more recent years than I think. Have I really, really enjoyed a Tramiers player <laughs> during the morning? Have we had any years? Irish ones recently? Not the best. Adam McGurk, Robbie Weir, Mark McChrystal. Oh, God. They're Northern Irish. Yeah. Does St. Patrick's Day count in Northern Ireland? No. Well, you still get battered, but... <laughs> <laughs> Everyone does. We still get battered. It's not, it's, not, it's not quite the same, is it? Okay. Everyone, He's not their patron saint. Everyone's Irish on St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, we haven't. We used to have a, a, a real like core of Irish players, didn't we? Yeah. We did. Back in the day. Oldo, for God's sake. As someone tweeted... Not really Irish. Well, he's he was their leading scorer, wasn't he, until Robbie Keane, I think. Yeah, he's also from Liverpool. Yeah, but so was half the team from that era. The manager. <laughs> yeah. You had old... Who, what Scousers did they have played? Charlton them? wasn't from Liverpool. No, he was from Newcastle, he was weren't he? But, Luke yeah. Pillen lives spitting distance away from Prenton Barber, plays for Wales. That's absolutely disgracing. Yeah. So, I out on Instagram, actually. And I uh, got a few responses. Sean Thornton, Ooh. which is an ironic uh, shout, but actually I think probably one of the best Irish players we've ever had. It, it, like, like he was a bit of. I'm a, sure he'll look back so on his career and go, he's "I should never many, have left." At that point, he's yeah. had many a boo. Sean Thornton on his return. And when he rapped at Sunderland after they got promoted that time. Um, well, I tweeted a photo of Liam O'Brien. Oh, what so guy! That was good. Alan Marn. Oh, I was going to say Alan Marn, but. I did, I felt yeah, you you remember the bad Alamon. The good Alamon was very very good. Exactly, I, that's right. I bumped. I remember you going back a few years now when Med was on a Wednesday still, and for some reason that is a few years. That's how you judge. 2014 years. it was, and for some reason I get it only just opened, and I get like one of the owners of Med come down. They used to be big Trammy fans in the eighties, and they go, "You'll never guess who's here," and I go, "Try me." And in the past few weeks of that time, we'd had Little Mix that turned up, Bass Hunter, Ollie Mears, Nelly, Alan Marn, and Jimmy Bullard here. <laughs> and I went, okay. <clears throat> and so I had a good chat with Jimmy Bullard, was absolutely bladder. Really? I had a great chat with Alan Marn, though. A great chat, like. And they that was filming the. Uh... No, they were not filming any Sky Sports shenanigans. Um, but I had a great chat with him about Tramia. Yeah, and, like, it was. He'd, he'd been back, I think he'd retired by that point. And I just and he was telling me stuff like he bought and this we weren't even back at the club at this point, but someone that he knew because when he came over here he he was like lodged didn't he as a, as a teenager when yeah. he came over from Ireland, and the youth team needed a um, new kit. I think he said, "Could you just don't? We're trying to raise money for a new kit." And he went, "Well, how much is it?" And he was like, "We need like fifteen hundred quid." And he went, "I'll forget a donation. I'll buy. Tell me what you need, and I'll buy it." And he bought the entire like it was one of the kids' teams, I think. Oh, that's nice. He bought the entire team. The entire like not just kit like the training stuff. Yeah, yeah. oh good man. And he always he said he said there's people at that club who he owes his career to when he was coming through, and he said he'll always and he he, he personally apologized. He went, I apologised to you as a fan for how I played in my second spell. And I went, you don't need to. Apologize. He went, no, he said I I wasn't. Well, he, he ended up ripping up his contract, didn't he? 
Because yeah. he said he knew. He had a three-year deal. Yeah. He and played then, like four games. Yeah. So do you know what I mean? Like, I've got nothing but respect for him. And he was a real player. That a Wembley nice season. Man as well. uh, just a, lo- a lovely eye. Yeah, you know what? Nice. He could have been in Westlife in another life. He could have <laughs> slotted in. <laughs> he could have slotted right in could there. Have, he could have, yeah. That little could. baby face. Yeah. Anyway, going back to uh, favourite Irish players. Jay Murphy was a shout. Oh, yeah, good keeper. Uh, Still going, isn't he, Jay uh, Murphy? Yeah, he's at Bowie. And um, Ned Kelly. Yeah, oh, really <laughs> the most cockney what a team that nineties Irish team was <laughs> but yeah obviously scored against uh, Leicester in the final but Aldo uh, Ned Kelly and Tony Cascarino yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah thank you for getting in touch with those and uh, happy uh, Paddy's Day to all you Irish Tramia fans <laughs> yeah indeed indeed right Please. moving on Paul should I go and get the lead in a sec? Do we need to plug in for the, the section after this? No, no we we're, 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 um, I'm going to be very quick. Well, me and Jake will go over there and uh, have a few cans. Yeah. Well, and uh, welcome. It's the hotly anticipated and the longest edition ever of Paul Harper's Ad Break. Paul, take it away. Thank you very much, Matt. Right, uh, I've got a lot to get through, like a lot. Um, so... Nobody at the club can criticise me for not plugging stuff. Right. Uh, I'm going to start with my stuff. TIC TV on YouTube. Uh, YouTube.com slash official Tramway Rovers. All the Tramway uh, official content. There's some good stuff on there this week. In particular, we've got uh, when the lads went to Rye Cycling. What Tramway means to you. That's a nice little feature that we've done this week. So get onto the YouTube channel, please. Uh, play on the pitch if you want to. Uh, play on the hallowed turf. Hopefully, the mics didn't pick up what Matt's just said because it's in pristine condition as always. Um, if you want to play on here at the end of the season, get in touch with the commercial department 015-1609-3390 or commercial at tramirovers.co.uk. Um, if you fancy teaching English in China, Matt Hunter is the person to speak to. Matt H at tramirovers.co.uk. Super White Easter is launched. At the next few games, you can donate Easter eggs for community use. Uh, we've got some events going on where kids are going to come down and have a little Easter party. Uh, we're looking for Easter eggs. There's also sponsorship details, uh, that, uh, packages that are available. So if you want to get involved... Uh, check out the website, tramirovers.co.uk. All the details are on there. Club Store has got loads of great stuff in, new stuff, loads of great merch in there. Check it out, www.tricshop.co.uk. It's Mother's Day coming up soon or maybe not soon, depending on when you're listening to this, but there's great stuff in there and gift ideas, etc. Tramirovers College is opening a girls' uh, sort of section I guess open for 16 to 19 year olds if you are a female that are looking to get into a career in sport you can do so at Trammy Rovers um, get in touch with Louise Louise E at TrammyRovers.co.uk uh, again details are on the website uh, Richie Helen is walking to Dover uh, for charity not just because he's mental um, for the Spiderweed um, course which is the little girl, Edie, who um, has got cancer. So I'm plugging that. I'm trying to get hold of him. And if he's listening, if you can reply to your emails um, and voicemails, I will sort out some PR and stuff, um, and we will help you um, on your way to Dover. I can't believe 
Like the, the lads are away from the mic, so I was going to ask him to reply. But um, would you would you ever, in the right mind, consider walking from Birkenhead to Dover? Do you know what? For the right reason, I genuinely would. Six I days. That is the right reason. It's, it's two hundred and ninety odd miles. I like like I, I love doing like in six things. days. For the right reason, I would and good on them because things like that are the right reason and it's. It's more Birkenhead, than a marathon a day. Birkenhead and the world as a whole has really pulled together for young Gidi. So yeah, I, yeah. I hope, I hope we enough money gets raised. It is absolutely can. a great cause, and it's absolutely a great thing he's doing. Over a marathon a day, he's got to walk. That's a long way. Good how much is he, Richie? How much is he paying him? Well, you, can, you can pay him. Yeah, yeah, but he's going to pay him as much as you would no, like. No, no. I mean, how much is he pocketing from me? He's not pocketing a penny. Come on, you know what these charities are like. No, There's always a... no in all seriousness, it, my mate's doing a charity ab sale in a couple of weeks for it, Carl Finnegan, for the same um, appeal. It's I I didn't know about it, but he, he's like shared it on Facebook a few times, and he, I've spoke to him about it. He said, it's really hit home with him, because he's the fella who it is. Like my mate, he's there, he's married, got two kids, and he's a builder as well. And the fella whose kid it is, it's the same as him. He's a builder. He's married. And he said it, it's really hit home with him. So he's doing a... Um, a sponsor, I forget where it is. I'll, I'll find it now. He's doing a sponsored ab sale. Tweet. I'll try my moves. I'll retweet it. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll text him now. Because um, it, it's just... it's. Can you imagine? It's ho- Any child going yeah. through anything is horrible because they can't... Like It's not fit. It's like it's just horrible, isn't it? Yeah, it, it, it is. It just does not... He's doing the charity ab sale down the Liso Lighthouse on the 22nd of April for the Spider EDU appeal. So we will retweet that as well. Yeah, I'll text him after I've done this and tell yeah. him to tweet Tramia. Um, and we'll get all that sorted. Yeah, they're uh, trying to raise th- £300 each so they can raise nine grand. There's 30 of them doing it. Sounds good, cause. Right. Um, I've not even finished the ad break. Uh, <laughs> oh, the season awards coming up on the 22nd of we April. We are hosting that, aren't we? Are we doing a live podcast? Uh, we're not hosting it. Unbelievable. Well, I've not been approached anyway. Barred from it again, Jake. Me and you. Um, we might be able to sneak in. Oh, I'll we, sneak in, all right, let me <laughs> tell you. <laughs> but we uh, probably won't get fed and watered. Me and Jake will do that uh, thing where we'll wear a long coat and it'll go on my new. shoulders. Anyway. Right. We'll make sure uh, we'll be watered by the time we get there. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> that fridge over there is looking pretty interesting. <laughs> anyway, um, it's taking place in the marquee Sunday the 22nd of April, I think. Something like that. Um, that before the last details, game of the season? Yeah, it is. Mm. Um, details are on the website if you want to get down and uh, I'm sure they'll be voting for awards in the coming weeks podcast of the season yeah we've got a competition oh go on uh, it's been a while they've launched a podcast so we've got a competition now if Rovers Regard's still going well it's relaunched this year oh has it I remember that back in the day yeah um, so we do have competition um, so oh I thought not... you meant we had a competition to give something no, away no we, we no <laughs> we, oh, for got, god's sake no we've got competition for podcast of the year now oh god and I doubt that we're going to win but never mind well who votes anyway um <laughs> Finally, season tickets are on sale. Get yours soon. www.trfctickets.co.uk. Um, there's also prize draws and stuff like that if you buy early. So, what what are you waiting for? Just go and buy your season ticket. It'll be a mad season again. Can't we? Um, All good. Can't we have com- com- when we used to give away those terrible shirts? Yeah, I've still got some. <laughs> they were terrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've still got some good, terrible ones. Really? Yeah. I need a terrible shirt. Marcus Holness's shirt from 
Not the carbon. 2014, 15. The uh, yellow one? The carbine one, the bright yellow one that we wore only twice, maybe at Carlisle and somewhere else. Because no, we had the blue and white kit that season. Do we wore the yellow one quite a lot, if it's the one I'm thinking of? No, 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 not the feeler one. It's a, it's a bright yellow. What was the away? So the away was the blue feeler, the sky blue feeler. Ah. With the white. Like the checkered blue feeler. Yeah. Yeah, the yeah. white um, Carbrini top. And then because Carlisle played in blue with a little bit of white. We had to, <laughs> we had to bring out like a, a bright yellow shirt. So there's not many of these around. I'm, can I come and have a look at this after this? I don't really remember this. Yeah. And anyway, I need... it's, it's in my cupboard somewhere. Like, Where well, is I your cupboard now? Is it still up there in the old? Well, what used to be my office. Oh, I think, uh, can we go up there after this? I'd like yeah, to we will, we will. But uh, yeah, I've still got loads of random stuff. Why don't we give one anyway, away? That's the end of the ad break and we'll, we'll move on. And that is the end of <laughs> Paul Harper's four hour ad break. Yeah. Right. We've got a few little topics and we'll wrap it up. Right. Um, obviously you will <laughs> have heard that Will Radio have, uh, are no more. Um, so the Will Radio is uh, no longer broadcasting. However, um, don't despair because I'm not commentating no more. Oh, Brit- I mean, oh. <laughs> so, um, who's taking over? Cow sheds will be delighted by this news. Is this the news? Is this, was this the breaking news you had? Yeah. Oh. So, uh, yeah, it's not going to be me and Andy. Uh, it's going to be Phil Wilco and A and other um, starting from this weekend, I believe. Do you know what, Paul? I mean, it frees you up to do a lot more. Yeah, so hopefully the social media side should be a lot better because I've literally just been sort of... You'll still be sat next to him in the press box, won't you? Yeah. So you can take over if need be. You can do some punditry. You can still scream very loud. (laughs) Yeah, I can shout very loud and you'll be able to hear it on all the videos and anyway, so... um, Which is what happened at Maidstone, just just not random. I think we should point out here, Jake, because Paul won't say it himself because he's a very modest person, but... And we can't go into too much detail about stuff, but there wouldn't have been any commentaries this season if Paul hadn't took it upon no, himself to do no, it himself. Exactly. Less than a, like a couple of days before the season started, there was nothing in place. And I, without again going into too much, there would not have been any commentaries, home or away. And bad enough for us not being who, who go the home games, not being able to listen to aways. But there's a hell of a lot of exiles out there who, you know, all the southern SWA who need to listen to the home games, and there would have been, as of two days before the start of the season, there was going to be no commentary, no official commentary, because not everyone can pick up with a radio. I can't get it in my house. I only live by the yeah, Queens. Exactly, and I think it's... <laughs> I can't. It, we, it's Paul touched on it then himself, where he said, and the social media will be back to normal, because Paul, he didn't ask anyone to take over to us or anything, he literally, for, what, where, where are we now, 80% of the season... Has commentated. He's done a social media. He's he's done out, Facebook, he's Twitter, and commentated. People who are also and Instagram. In the press box. And Instagram. Yeah, and you've sorted out the press box. Yeah. So, as much as people might say, maybe the output of Paul's service isn't perfect. If you say he's got an eight out of ten on this, 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 and this, then overall he's got a, fo- a forty out of ten. So really, <laughs> he's done quite well <laughs> to do a. A very good service all across five different platforms. Yeah. I know I wasn't everyone's cup of tea, and that's fine. But, um, yeah, thank you. Well, it's just one of them where people have a go, and it, it's, well, don't listen. Don't. It's, 
it's far from easy. Like I, so we start. Commentary we started in we last season. Uh, we started. You recognise the players and you're talking. The game takes place at 100 miles an hour, even at this level, and it's like it's so. Well, difficult. I, me and Jake will tell you very, very quickly when we're not we're we're co-commentators. We're not play by play. Play doing play by play commentary on the radio. Because it's different. That, do you know what? Doing it on the TV will be a lot easier because they can see TV. what's going on. Doing radio play-by-play commentary on any sporting event is so hard. It is an art. And Derek Jones, there's a reason why these people are professionals and have done it for so many years is because it is an art form to do it, to be able to take what you're seeing and describe it in a way that people at home can take it in and go. And I mean, describe th- it perfectly. In time, you know, you haven't got five seconds so because then it's five seconds twice on the radio. Yeah. It's got to, to, you can't just, you're not born being able to do that and to roll, for it to roll off your tongue and you go, blah, no. 90 minutes. But either way, what Paul gave was, maybe it wasn't for 90 minutes, but what he gave was good enough to listen to. Do that again. <laughs> I'm sure I never did that. Anyway, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I wasn't underwater. No wonder people exactly. didn't like. <laughs> and we're here here at Dover. And blah, blah, blah. I was very cold at a lot of grounds, but anyway, what, um, what was the one you used in it? And it was indoors last year. Was that Chelmsford? Chelmsford, didn't you? I was like, that was you were in like the you were in the social. Club. <laughs> we were in like a, it was a weird small glass corridor. We were yeah, yeah. in between a gym and a football. <laughs> and for some reason, when we went, it was up, where the. Um, Timers and stuff because it's an athletic stadium. Oh, so like, it's where on the finish line, <laughs> and they had like a little, well, a box like we're in now in the media. Suite, That's good. Um, where they had all the timing machines and stuff. That's anyway, good. Talking of timing machines, we've been going on for some time. Only an hour and a half. Uh, so, um, so from now on, to, um, it's Phil and Andy ahead. doing the commentaries. No, Phil and another. another Maybe Dave Higgins for home games. A rotating cast of guests. Yeah. Hey. So we'll see. But uh, it should all start on Saturday. I hope I'm not breaking any kind of... I don't think so. But breaking news. Out, it should be... I'll, pu- I'll put this out tonight. Oh, good. Wednesday night. So, yeah. I think I'm pretty sure that's what's happening anyway. So there we go. So Right, let's look ahead to the next few weeks. What are we looking forward to? How do we think we're going to be doing? Well, we've got, we've got Dagnum. Ten games to go. We've got... League's gone. It's not. League's gone. It's not. It's gone, Jake. I'm not going to... I've said it before. Jake, give it up. I'm not going to go the way I go every year where um, they're going to drop points and the wheels will fall off. Because I've... We've been I've, here before. I've run that one dry the last few years. But I still think... I said, I said it to you two at the start of the day. I said, personally, I think we're going to come top two. Where we come in the top two is in Macclesfield's hands. That is, that is my... They would take a Newcastle 1995-level collapse. They would, but... Newcastle, I just don't see it. Like I say, last year... Newcastle done it in 1995. Yeah, but last year we were all sat here at this stage of the season going, Lincoln... All we need is Lincoln's to draw two games. But that's, Lincoln aren't going to win every game. Uh, no, and the year before, we were like, all we need is Braintree to lose a couple of games of the games in hand. They're going to lose... A, it's Braintree. They're going to lose a couple of... Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. And at the minute now, if you offered me second or third, I'd bite your hand off. It's so tight, especially after last night's results. God, that they were... 
bad results for us. Yeah. Everyone else picking up the points that they need Every to be picking up. Every single team in the top nine who played last night won. It seems like there's become like a disconnect between the top like eight and nine and everyone else. Yeah. Well, let's wait and see. You, we can't control what other teams do, so we just got to keep trying, picking up three oh, points. That's why week. I've said get yourself into voodoo. Yeah. And there's a huge... Not the hairdressers on Bold Street, there I mean voodoo huge, magic. Um, Swing, sway, fist. Like, tradition and pattern of the team who do very well in the last ten games do well. Well, momentum. Exactly. We we broke that last year, I suppose. But, <laughs> <laughs> but there is a huge... Yeah, we broke it all right. There's a massive pattern. If you go into the playoffs playing well, then... Bob's your uncle. So, the next 10 games, whether Macclesfield win all 10, lose 8, I don't care. For me, go and win 8 of the last 10 games. And at least 8 of the last 10 games, and we'll go from there. Win 8 of the last 10 games, and we finish in the top 3. Yeah. We'll so. go from there. I mean, only Mac have got a game in hand now. That was all the games in hand done last night, weren't it? Yeah, some teams now... Boreham Wood. Boreham Wood have got a game in hand, and, and Mac, that's it, innit? So and I'm guessing if they're the only two with a game in hand, that's against each other. No, I think I mean the only two with a game in hand around us. Because well, Bournemouth's game got called off the other day, didn't it? Bournemouth are playing Macclesfield on the TV in a couple of weeks. Ooh, what a game! Be a good watch. Yeah. What if there's an They're allowing the cameras in? Do you can you believe that? Unbelievable! What are they charging them? Someone in the pub about this the other day. We've still got Bournemouth away, haven't we? <laughs> like, yeah. We've got some. We've got some tough games. Yeah. That's we, my concern. We, we may not be able to provide commentary for that. I've got some real concerns about our running. Might have to uh, do it on the terraces. Go me. Oh. Or if if we all make the trip down and can't pay for the match ticket, if we stand outside the ground, Paul's very shouty, so we might be able to hear Paul just yeah, shout yeah, yeah. to us. You can shout updates and we'll <laughs> do it live <laughs> outside. We'll sit in the car. Yeah. Oh, you could you could just have a satellite here. And it's probably cheaper than paying Boreham Wood. Well, what, what's the... Um, well, we'll all chip in. We'll anyway. get Paul an iPhone and Paul can FaceTime us. Um, <laughs> we'll, all, we'll all get in. Uh, we'll put, set the camera up at the bottom of the cop. We'll all sit in the cop. We'll beam it. <laughs> we'll beam it back. Uh, we've got... We've got Dagnum on, sa- on Saturday. We've still got to go to Borden Wood and Dover. Yeah. They're tough games. Chester. I know that they're doing terribly at the minute, but it's a derby game. They'll raise the game. That's not going to be an easy game. We've still got older shots to come here. Easily. East, Eastley Gateshead get, I mean god you know what I had a horrible thought last night where I went we aren't by no means guaranteed a place in this top 7 at all <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna use what's the with word, the pessimism I was going to use the word no divine right what's with the pessimism have you like, seen no, this football club yeah no, no divine right but come on I was going to use the word no divine right but the last man who said that got booed out so I'm going to I'm going to keep my mouth zipped if you say it's a tough place to go about anywhere, I'll throw you through that window. It is a tough place to go. Hang on, well, Prenton Park. Have you not, not for the opposition, it's not. Have you not just said Dover's a tough place to go? Boring yeah, you've just said what that. What about you when Gary said that? You, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. It's not was. a tough place to go. It's a tough place to get to. It wasn't a tough place to go two years ago. Well, it's a tough place to walk to. A fella is walking to Dover. Anyway. I think if you get... Walking there is it... The easy part. Get into the hill. At the <laughs> <laughs> when you get off the oh, yeah. Dover mat, there is a hill. Right, the, the, the guy, <laughs> the guy with the golf buggy has got to pick this fella up from the oh, bottom he of the hill. It. He's going to need it. There's a there's a hill at the but stay ground literally on the white cliffs. You yeah. get dropped uh, like the bottom of the cop. Imagine the cop times like five. That's you got to walk up a hill there. Yeah. 
I mean, Northampton, Northampton's grounds at the top of yeah, the hill as well, yeah. isn't it? It's that bad that it's genuinely, Paul was making up, there's a fellow with a golf buggy who takes yeah, the elderly. Yeah, takes like the elderly oh, people. No. That was when Jake affected that, oh God, <laughs> just <laughs> coming back from ACL, <laughs> pushed, a, pushed a granny over to get on the back. Me, Jay Borden, and Liam Coots all limped off, like, helped each other off the <laughs> coat. Excuse me, mate. <laughs> you and Norwood on the back of it. Terrible. So it's going to be an, um, I think it's going to be an agonising, nail-biting last month. How long is that? Like six weeks of the season? Yeah. What the hell's going on? Well, yeah, six, seven weeks. Ten games to go. Looking forward to it. All to, all to play for. Yeah. It's going to be the playoffs if we have to do it. And this new no, play... It's looking more likely. And this playoff, new what playoff... What will be, will be. This new playoff system scares the hell out of me. Yeah, because I don't fully understand it. Well, it's one game. Yeah. One game. And yeah, we've... here. Oh, maybe we'll play like we did against Macclesfield. <laughs> yeah. That's my concern, because if you... The thing with the playoffs always was, it was two legs. You have a bad day, you've still got a shout. Look at the shot last year. They came in, they nearly pulled themselves back into it. You have a Jesus. bad day. <laughs> You're finished. There was a minute when they scored their second goal. There was only about five minutes left, but when they scored their second goal, I was like, oh my God, we're going to lose. No, they, they, scored, their, they scored their second about five minutes into the second half. Well, either way, when they scored the second And everyone half, in the ground went, oh my God, it's, it's over. See, it's that, it's it's that kind of... It's that kind of mentality we need to get out of. We were four nil up. <laughs> in any other game, we were a half time in the second leg. We were four nil up, and then it very quickly went to four. Yeah, but two the, the mind of a Tramif, that, that that's only a Tramif I can think that way. We're four two up, and you're all panicking. Do you know why we think that way? No, I know. <laughs> but we've, that's what we. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we've got to get out of that mentality. I don't think it helps. So all the fans are thinking, "Oh my word, oh my word," and that rubs off on the players. I'm telling you. Get positive thinking, everyone. We need something like we can't just be positive. We they, we need something to be positive about instead of like oh no, oh no, oh you're no. You're fearing the worst when we're full two up. Because normally <laughs> I fear the right. I fear the worst, and then at the end they go, "Buddy, yeah, you were right there, you know." And I go, "Yeah, no, <laughs> we're gonna get relegated." <laughs> oh. Am I right, champion fans? I'm gonna. I've got a lot of work to do, haven't I? So. To kind of turn this one It's around. not pessimism if it turns out to be correct. No, no, I'm a very optimistic I, person. So am I, in everything I, other than Trambia. Yeah. <laughs> everything other what? than Trambia. I'm, I, nine times out of ten, I'm a very po- optimistic person with Trambia. And in, only until the last two years, it's probably been ten times out of ten. <laughs> but recently, it's starting to... The optimism Grind you down. Yeah, it, it's grinding the optimism down. But I'm still optimistic that I'm... You can't say I'm not because I'm the only person sat in this room at the minute who said we're one million percent going to finish top two, and Macclesfield dependent could. Oh, I, win the yeah, league. I think we were. Macclesfield dependent. I still think we're going to win the league. You know, Paul, what are you on? You eight mile eye. You're gangster tripping. What? What was in that cookie? Well, <laughs> where'd you get them Amsterdam? <laughs> I still think uh, it's all to play for. If we win the league, I'll buy both of you half a log of shandy. Sweat, wait, let me sweaty palms. Right, that's on camera. Only half. Surely you can stretch your pint. No, half each. Oh, you were getting half. No, a pint, no, a pint you, each. You're getting half each. Yeah. No, sorry, half between you. are getting a quarter of a pint. A quarter of a pint. Yeah. You can still. I, I've got quarter pint glasses and ours. Excellent. Hey, I'm not made the money. The tax man took it all. Quarter pint. Yeah. Oh dear, right. If that's not an incentive for the players, what is? Oh yeah. 
I'm sure they're listening to this yeah. and they're thinking, right, we've got to win Paul and Jake that quarter pint. Yeah. That's watered down with lemonade to start with. I'm not saying the trust tent yeah, water anyway. babies down. What are you saying, Paul? Well, <laughs> you said, sh- well, you said sh- <laughs> no, you said Shandy. Yeah, Shandy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, right, uh, I'm just watering down the beer. Half, not, a log- half a lager and lime Shandy top. Okay, so right. Between you. Okay. That's all to play for then. Right. Let's wrap this shenanigans up because I'm not getting into more trouble. No, okay. Socials. Jake. At JKO, double H. Double H. Still haven't got rid of that. Less said the better. Yeah. At Matt Hibbert. At Paul Harper 82 for all the abuse. For everything Trammy related, at Trammy Rovers on Twitter and Instagram, TRFC official on Facebook. Official Trammy Rovers on YouTube and at TRC Snaps. Can we bring it, can Jake get back on the Snapchat, please? Maybe not. It is something we're trying to do. And now that I've got a bit more time on match day, possibly. Yeah. Um might be able to do. I used to miss, I miss Jake just walking around the pitch. Remember the <laughs> older shot game? I mean one was like, Who's that kid there on the pitch? And he just just walked up into the crowd with us now. Like your stewards like, Who's this kid? And he's just walking around like he's like serenading the fans, <laughs> like he's the manager. <laughs> Think he's he went the unofficial voice of Trammy. He was on the lap of honour at the end of the season. <laughs> so was I throwing the shirt into the crowd? Yes, yeah, so was I. Yeah, right. This year, Paul, you better believe I'm getting on that lap of honour. I don't care. Go for it. Yeah. Can you get me access onto the pitch? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just so, oi, Paul. My, yeah. my secret. Yeah. Pretend you're videoing. <laughs> just have your friend. <laughs> and everyone think he's a, he's a member of staff. Next year's that yeah. honour, there'll be you know, 4,000 fans on the pitch. I've, just stick it, I've got a GoPro, I've, st- I've got a head clamp <laughs> in the GoPro. Wear that. I'm, yeah. I'm, mate, I'm part of the... Uh, this, this year there'll be about 3,000 fans on the pitch. It's all just pretending to video. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, can't we like, can't me and Jake the come in, put on like a... We'll put on like a trammy kit and just walk around and everyone will be like, Ooh, I'm going to win it. Like, because them fans who think they know all the youth team players and they'll be like, he looks a bit old for him. <laughs> he must have had a tough paper round. Who was that, who was that, uh, Inter Milan player who, um, No, that. He was like, he was supposed to be like 16 and he looked about 34. Oh, he was ridiculous. No, Lacho was Lacho. And it was like, Jesus Christ. He said he was like, he played in the under 18s World Cup. And what was like Canu? Canu? Roger Dormand, I've got one out there who scores a hat trick every week for the under 13s. But he's like seven foot one. He's built like. What have you. Built like Steve McNulty. <laughs> well, have you ever seen that photo of Lukaku when he was playing like under 14s in Belgium? Oh, yeah. and he, he he's the, the size center. he is now. <laughs> he's stood in the centre circle with that little lad, isn't he? And he's literally just like got the lad, picks him up by the head and just throws him. And you think, I was, there used to be a lad, and we'll wrap up after this. Anyone who played, I'm 33 now, I played Wallace League. <laughs> And there was a lad you from, this. for New Brighton Saints. Well, seventy goals in the season. That's you know. But his name was all I know. His name was Gilly. He played for New Brighton Saints. I swear to God, oh, Gilly. He was like Peter Crouch. He was six. <laughs> he was six foot seven when we were thirteen. And all they used to do was cross it in and swell. He was we like we had our centre halves like five foot. They're just crossing it in, and he's just banging in headers. And we're like, what are we supposed to do? It shouldn't be allowed. While I was playing, like under from like thirteen to fifteen, I had a lad playing on the right next to me called Louis, and he was giant. You had a muzzy when you were ten. Absolutely, one of them giant, nicest lad you'll ever meet, but <laughs> an absolute giant. And I tell you what, the left back had to do some work that season. It's not fair. Every ball that got long foot. The other team like, oh. centre mid, you'd look up and you go, 
Whoa, get that way. Get that way. <laughs> Just hit him. Right. Hit him. Like, put your fag out. Hit him. <laughs> we are not going by the big man. Yeah, you're we like, how can we play a game all, here? Our left back was about four foot, so everyone... They would just double, triple, quadruple and up on the left back. But you can't do anything. Stay away from the big right They're like back. getting on people's shoulders at the corner. Wearing a bit. It's ridiculous though. It's like you turn up and there'd always be one team in your league and you turn up and you're like 12. Like your kids and they're like smoking. They've all got muzzies and you're like, this is not like someone check their passports. I'm not, we're not playing this game. It's like they've got the dad playing up front. He's just stubbed a ciggy out on my arm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, come on, is this dads v lads? He's got a flat cap on. He was actually a very good defender. Very nice lad, very good defender as well. But it just helped his cause that he was like... I reckon he was probably 6-3. It's not fair, is it, people like... Junior football. (laughs) So it shouldn't just be done on age, it should be done on sizes as well. Genuinely. It's like how boxers do weight categories should play in you. Well, like, the thing is, now, if you're like... The younger you are, they don't play... I remember when I was... We were playing under 10s, and we played on a full-size pitch. What's the point of that? Yeah. What is the point that you can't that is, learn? That is a waste of You time. can't learn anything on that, can you? It's ridiculous. Like, whoever's the biggest and strongest yeah. will be better because yeah. there's more space. Now they play on smaller pitches yeah, with smaller, smaller goals. goals. And, um, you know, I was probably scored 140 if that was it. Now, smaller goals. To be f- fair, Paul, I scored 70 goals under 14s, which is quite a high standard. Yeah. So, um, full size goals. Yeah. So the goalies still can't not, even not under force. No, no. Well, I think said Paul, they all had muzzies, and you know they were all smoking. Yeah, not like goalkeepers. Yeah, well, especially them, especially them. They were grizzled, aren't they? Were there smoking, flat cap on. The fifties were a different time, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> the tram was king. Oh, those were the days. Yeah, right yeah, then. Anyway. We've right. been going for five hours, nineteen minutes. Excellent. I'm sure, nobody's switched off just yet. No, no, no. It's no one switched on. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, that was This Is Tramir, March 2018. Thank you very much for tuning in. Did we discuss the vi- the listening figures on the last one? Yeah. Did we? Yeah, yeah we did. But we will we, we'll publish these, I think, um, at some point. Very yeah. impressive. I mean, I'll, I'll try and keep them updated. Not that we want to blow our own trumpets. No, but you know... If we could, we would. Yeah, I mean, nearly 14,000 downloads on iTunes in a year. 14,000 yeah. Um, yeah. All and good. 130,000 listens and streams on all platforms. Yeah. So, you impressive. know. In about a year. Yeah. So, so uh, bad. what the hell is JK doing? I don't know. I think he's. Not Jurassic Park. Yeah. They, I'll end, do you know what? I'll end with that question. I'll see what I'll end with, with that. So, if anyone's listened to the end, um, I want to get their opinion on my Titanic Jurassic Park mashup. Oh, uh, yeah. Nice. Yeah, let me find it. Dead air this. The sea people. When you see people, like you see them pictures when someone's gone all day and like holding the sun. We are filming this, and I've just been. You've been trying to hold I my have, head. I've had my hand over the front of the camera, picking Matt and Paul up by the heads. Oh. Oh, like that big lad and your team used to do. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> when a winger tries to run past them, he's. Like, <clears throat> Here, here we go. So we'll end with this. So if you've listened this far, make sure you tweet at Matt Hibbert, at Paul Harper 82, at Jake Keo with a double H, and at Trammy Rovers because they want to get in on this. <laughs> what you think? I, I've come up with the film. Uh, it's Titanic versus Jurassic Park. It's like Alien v Predator, two of the biggest nineties films mashed together in a reboot. But and we can't decide what the plot's going to be. We've got three options. Okay. It's going to be dinosaurs on the Titanic somehow. 
Yeah, Ooh, imagine it. Crazy. That many, hu- the exact same amount of humans, all dinosaurs. <laughs> no, no, just the exact same plot of Titanic, but there's dinosaurs on it, and whatever happens, happens. You know, so it still sinks, before, but like you're you dead know, before it's even. Sunk. Well, maybe you go. Oh, do, do I want to drown in these icy waters or get devoured by a velociraptor? You know, okay. Jack. Jack. <laughs> <laughs> while you're in the car, she hand goes up on the sweaty win- um, window. And then, ah, and she gets eaten by a Tyrannosaurus. Or B, the Titanic hits the iceberg and then crashes into the island that Jurassic Park is on. Isla Negra, isn't it? Yeah. So, rather than all being stuck on the water, they all get onto the island. And they think, whoo, and then... Instead of fighting the cold waters, they're fighting dinosaurs. Exactly. I think that's a real hit. Uh-huh. Or, and this is the popular choice for my friend Paul Stott, the exact same plot of Jurassic Park, but instead of dinosaurs, there's loads of Titanics running around killing people. <laughs> so little flying Titanic, big massive Tyrannosaurus sized Titanic. Excellent. How does how does like obviously a dinosaur bite you? How does it? Jake, kill you? Jake, no, don't no. ask questions, right? <laughs> I've given you the plot. What more do you want? I'd like to, I can't visualize. CG- run you over. CGI, like the CGI lads will sort that out. The boffins in the studio with the computers. No, but does. The boats have like lasers to lazy or did the, the did the Titanic have lasers? Did the Titanic have lasers? Well, nobody hasn't got a mouth, so it just it can only run you over. Then is what I'm guessing. It's got like you, you said. It, ran over okay, for argument's sake, the Titanic's. I don't know if they've got little feet that can make them run. Where it throws an anchor at you. Anchors. Ah. Oh, like the flying one just swings an anchor. What about case? T- no. Uh, what about if fi- it, what if it fires icebergs at you? That's topical. Ooh, oh, yeah. I like that. I like yeah. That. <laughs> It picks you up. It's topical, yeah. I, I mean, like the Titanic it. picks you up, takes you and crashes it up, like suicide bombing. Like crashes you into an iceberg. Puts you on its own back and yeah. crashes you and itself into an iceberg. There you go. What do you think of that? I'm having it. Let I'm me make it. a ring spiel big now. Yeah. So, uh, that, well, an exciting development. Oh, God. Well, what a film. Yeah. I mean, you know what? We could make turn it into a trilogy and do all three of them plots, to be honest. It's got legs. It's as good as written. Excellent. Yeah. Look forward to it. So they're getting to Can't us. Wait what, for the premiere. What, what you think? Um, you're not invited either, have you? We'll do it in the tent. So, I've always said, as soon as I achieve that level of fame, all my like friends that I've got now, see you later. <laughs> the lot of you. Excellent. Cheers. In the bin. Thank you. I'll be hanging around with the real stars. Ballymore, Tarrant. <laughs> the real A-list uh, celebs. John, o- John O'Connor. Yeah, John O'Coleman. All of them. All the lads. John Chris Coleman. Moyles Chris Moyles uh, anyone who's had a breakfast show in the last 20 years <laughs> Johnny Vaughan Johnny Vaughan yeah Jake was watching a bit of Johnny Vaughan earlier weren't you mm-hmm. and I don't mean the big breakfast <laughs> wait that out Cockney Rat and Muslang fans right thank you for listening this is Shamir March 2018 cheers for tuning in thanks for continuing to support the podcast yeah uh, we'll be back in April Hopefully, uh, looking ahead to the last few fixtures of the season. Not the playoffs again. Um, possibly the playoffs. <laughs> and, um, and all the good stuff that's coming up, including the end uh, of season awards. So, uh, yeah, cheers for tuning in. From myself, from Matthew, from Jake. See you later. See you later. Suarame! <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>